Welcome to the Mama Matters podcast. Whether you're expecting, you've recently given birth, or you're just starting along your fertility journey, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty and sort fact from fiction. I'm your host, Rosie Dumbrell, physiotherapist and pregnancy expert. Mama Matters aims to provide an easily digestible, up-to-date and evidence-based approach to pregnancy, birth and motherhood with a side dose of humour along the way. Interviews from the industry's leading experts and experience of my own adventures as a mother to three gorgeous boys under four. I want to share the stuff that helps to grow confidence throughout motherhood. Mama Matters is a podcast by Lenny Rose Active and this is what you can expect to hear in upcoming episodes. If a mother finds out she's got coronavirus, what's important is just to take some measures to protect her baby. And so they're things Mm -hmm. like wearing a mask during a breastfeed, obviously really good hand hygiene. So doing the 20 seconds of a good soapy hand wash, you know, very regularly, obviously before mothers pick up their baby and just, you know, being really conscious of cough etiquette. Welcome back. Today we are chatting with the beautiful Amberly Harris of Maternal Instincts by Amberly. Uh, she is a midwife and lactation consultant and proud mum of two beautiful children and is extremely passionate about supporting women through a journey of breastfeeding and supporting them to be successful in their breastfeeding journey. And she has a really unique offering in that a lot of her service provision happens virtually so she works with women all over the world and is also uh, currently in the process of creating a documentary collating information about breastfeeding across the globe and you know working to really change the stats around uh, breastfeeding which are surprisingly low for the sort of longer term breastfeeding so without further ado we will uh, introduce Amberly, and obviously there will be a flavor of COVID-19 here as well to finish out our mini series and help bring confidence to women wanting to breastfeed through this really interesting time that we're living in. Due to the nature of our interviews being done remotely at the moment, there is a tiny bit of background noise in this upcoming episode that we do want to apologize for, but rest assured, quality is of the utmost importance to us and we will ensure that your ears are well looked after along the way. So thanks so much, Amberly, for joining us on the show. Uh, you and I have had a relationship for a little while now and I've just loved watching how passionate you are about helping women through their uh, breastfeeding journey. And yeah, I just would love to just understand a little bit more about just why you're so passionate about breastfeeding education. Yeah. Hi, Rosie. Thank you <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Well, absolutely. I'd love to explain that. So yeah, I'm a midwife in private practice. So I've worked for 11 years now uh, in the hospital setting. I started off and then I also had my babies and then decided that I wanted to sort of go into private practice. And I guess kind of all began for me, probably supporting my sister after she'd had her first baby. She um, had this great birth. Everything went very smoothly. But when she went home within like six hours of the birth, so much changed for her with establishing her breastfeeding. And mm-hmm. I got exposed to that in a way that I'd never seen before. Like when I work with women in the hospital setting, you know, we help as much as we can as midwives, but 
There's so much change that happens on a mother's breastfeeding journey when they take their babies home. And of course, my sister went, chose to go home early because she was a well woman and I totally supported that. But this is even for mothers that are in the private setting and might stay for many more nights or whole, you know, up to a week. And then they take their baby home and so much with their breastfeeding happens. And I just saw the value of continued breastfeeding support in the first six weeks because statistically... Mm. Yeah, our, our rates show that mothers are great. At, Australian mothers are amazingly motivated to initiate breastfeeding. About 96% of Australian mothers will commence breastfeeding, but our stats drop really quickly in the first couple of months. And if you look closely at the statistics, a lot of it happens in the first six weeks. So mm. for me, it was such an easy decision to just know that I could make a much better impact on a mother's breastfeeding journey if I went into private practice and I helped them at home and so that's where my business was born. Yeah, since then you have started an amazing movement called 662 mm-hmm. and that has come more to the forefront with the current COVID-19 pandemic and restrictions around support. Can you tell us a little bit about 662 and then we'll go into COVID-19 and breastfeeding? Yeah, for sure. So my 662 movement is largely based around the World Health Organization guidelines. So my, my hope and my aspiration is to create content and have packages and appointments that support women establishing their breastfeeding over the first six weeks. So that's the first six. And then the rest of the movement is based around those WHO guidelines. So if mothers can get to the first six weeks, they're likely to go on and exclusively breastfeed for the first six months and continue complementary feeding, so breast milk and introducing solids up until two. So that's my 662. Mm. So mothers follow the World Health Organization guidelines, but follow my 662 movement. Yeah, you know, just on their own accord. But I also have a membership that I open the doors for. I've just recently launched it. So I've got this amazing group Mm. of mothers in a private community that are following these guidelines and, and being supported on their 662 journey to achieve those goals. So... Yeah, there's obviously, you know, at the moment, a lot of trepidation and I just, I cannot imagine what it would be like to either be pregnant or having just given birth in, you know, this very, I guess, unprecedented time that we're living in. And, you know, my heart really goes out to all the expecting in new mums, but, you know, luckily there are some amazing people such as yourself out there that have great resources, but also amazing knowledge that we can pull from. And, you know, I couldn't think of a better person to ask about what's the current sort of, what do we know about breastfeeding and COVID-19 at the moment? Yeah, great question. And I agree. My heart really aches for the mothers having babies in 2020. I can't even imagine how overwhelming it is. And and yeah, couldn't be more motivated to support those mothers on their journey during this time. So I think the main thing to remember is, I mean, it is still considered, COVID-19 is still considered a new disease and we are still learning how it's being transmitted around the world. But what we at least know from the small studies that have been done, the World Health Organization released some studies that were available from China. And so from the mothers that were exposed to COVID-19 that were breastfeeding, they found that there was no cases of COVID-19 being detected in breast milk so they did come back to say it doesn't mean that it cannot be transmitted in breast milk but to date there hasn't been any reported cases of it which is great it's a very reassuring piece of information so I guess that's one thing to remember the other side of that to remember as well is that originally the Center for Disease Control when this very first began came out and said that mothers that have been not a known case of coronavirus and the breastfeeding should separate from their baby that was their original recommendation which was pretty alarming to think of thankfully they have since come back and and changed that recommendation 
and explained that, and, and which is very wise, just because of the amazing intelligence that, you know, breast milk is, breast milk creates antibodies specific to pathogens in a mother and their baby's environment. So that that's mm. really important that that continues. Separating mothers and babies is, is really not good practice. So I'm very happy that they came back and changed that recommendation. And what they've since said instead is if the mo a mother finds out she's got coronavirus, what's important is just to take some measures to protect her baby. And so they, they're things mm -hmm. like wearing a mask during a breastfeed, obviously really good hand hygiene. So doing the 20 seconds of a good soapy hand wash, you know, very regularly, obviously before mothers pick up their baby and just, you know, being really conscious of cough etiquette, coughing in your elbow, all that sort of thing, which I'm sure mothers mm -hmm. do anyway, but that is what they've, they've now come back and said that is the best fit and keep breastfeeding is really important keep breastfeeding your baby it's mm, so great mm. to hear that yeah and we did actually have a chat um in our earlier interviews um in this sort of little mini series with dr guy skinner mm. who's a melbourne-based obstetrician and he was very much even though some yeah in america some of this separation has has been happening mm -hmm. or was happening um he was very much saying that this isn't the practice in australia and you know we're very much pro keeping mother and baby together and even if a newborn does contract COVID-19 they don't seem to be having anywhere near the sort of respiratory or sort mm. of you know severity of symptoms that perhaps they might have mm. expected or that happens in elderly and other at-risk populations mm. so you know that's really coming yes, I guess. Yes absolutely. <laughs> mm. Okay and so um, now that we know that regardless of uh, viral status of yourself and or your newborn breastfeeding is absolutely still encouraged and recommended what are your sort of top tips around successful bre uh, breastfeeding mm. so perhaps yeah if you can give us your top three mm. um, for successful breastfeeding. Yeah journey. for sure okay oh it's always hard when I only get to choose three. <laughs> Um, okay, so I think the first one has to be education. I just think there's so much that we can learn about breastfeeding and the time really is in pregnancy. I, I think if, if mothers, I can tell when I meet a mother when she's first learning how to breastfeed and she's done some breastfeeding education before she's had her baby because they're just one step of, step ahead. They, they're not learning all of this, you know, sit here, you know, your baby's going to do this big wide open mouth, wait for this, you know, put your arm here, support your baby there. They're not learning any of that for the first time. They've learned all of that. And so then there they are, like mm. ready to learn, and they've got this understanding. So I think it's essential to do mm. some breastfeeding education in pregnancy. And the good news is, is that you don't have to go to a class because I understand, you know, a lot of antenatal classes have been cancelled. But I actually think that there's so much, there's so many great resources that exist for mothers that you can access from your phone or your iPad and you can watch in the comfort of your own home. You don't have to go to classes to get really good holistic evidence-based information for breastfeeding. So that would be my first thing. Find mm. great resources before you have your baby. The second thing mm. would be support. And that's not just professional support, but I'll come back to that. So I want to talk now more about, about the personal support. So the number one factor in successful breastfeeding has actually brought, been brought down to a supportive partner. So if your partner really believes in the process and really is passionate about wanting your breastfeeding to work out for, for you and your baby and for your whole family, they're going to be a great uh, you know, person to be championing you from the sidelines. 
instead of you know coming in and saying oh you know is it working maybe we should do do this like how can I help you know if if they're just saying no no like I'm with you let we can do this and it, you're invested in it together that is a huge thing so partner supports one and then of course mm-hmm. the other side of that is is professional support so having that access to to mm-hmm. someone that you can call on whether that's either you know you, there might not be an option to exist for an in-person appointment but there are a lot of digital mm-hmm. appointments that you could get support with I, I do a lot of these for mothers all over Australia and internationally and so it's about being that ongoing source of support and I also offer messaging support so I can have mothers message me anytime and I can shoot them back a message and reassure them with what's happening with their breastfeeding and then I guess mm-hmm. the third point I'm going to go with is backing yourself you know like my Mindset is everything and I know that it's hard to feel confident about breastfeeding when maybe you've only been exposed to stories with, you know, family or friends or in your social circle when it hasn't worked out. And I get that that's really overwhelming when you go into your journey and think, well, all I've heard from others is breastfeeding is really hard. It's actually even harder than giving birth. So I get that and it is it is a hard, it's a tricky thing to get going. But we are designed to do this. We are very capable of learning how to breastfeed. A very small percentage of women in the world are unable to breastfeed. So they sort of estimate that less than 3% of mothers are, are, for example, unable to produce enough milk for their baby. And so it's a very small percentage. So I think that's what's important to remember. And you're going to feel better about backing yourself if you've done those first two things. If you've educated yourself and you've got good supports around you, you're going to feel so much better going into your breastfeeding journey. Mm, That's amazing. Yeah, so true. I think it's very much like a lot of our pregnancy journey and the sort of postpartum journey as Mm. well. It's a lot about sort of education and knowledge is really confidence and and Mm self-empowerment really. So, yeah, that's Mm. great to hear that that's your philosophy for Mm. sure. With that, you actually have some amazing resources that women can access online Mm. and there could be a better time for this to sort of be out and about so can you tell us a little bit about how women can access breastfeeding support with you online yeah yeah Mm. for sure yeah so I have a video series that I've created which has four videos in the bundle so there's one on antenatal information one on the birth in relation to your breastfeeding one only on the breast crawl, which is that first breastfeed and that crawl that a baby does to the breast to self-attach. And then the last video Mm. is on the postnatal period on positioning and attachment. So these four videos Mm. have really been carefully curated to work out. I mean, there's a lot of information in the world about breastfeeding and you could Google Mm. and probably access loads, but you know, what part is relevant? So this content has Mm. been really carefully put together to cover what I really feel in my experience is the essential things that mothers need to learn before they have their baby. And my videos are mm. normally 99 on my website, but for all your listeners, Rosie, I'm going to give you a coupon code so you can get $20 off. So that'll bring it down to 79 and they just have to make sure mm. they use using they purchase using your link and then they'll be able to get that $20 discount. And it's just great content, like mainly the things that I, I like to, to cover in it. The, the antenatal video has got uh, how to learn how to hand express your colostrum in pregnancy. 
So that's mm-hmm. a really important thing to be able to learn how your boobs are working to get that confidence in your body and to stimulate your, your colostrum to start flowing. It teaches you how to store it all safely. The birth content is about things that could happen in your birth that are going to impact your breastfeeding and how that's going to take mm-hmm. place because it's really important to know if you know you need to have a cesarean, for example, well, okay, what can I do to help my breastfeeding journey? What's important um, you know, with my skin to skin? Why is this going to help set me up for success? Uh, and then the breast crawl mm. is essential and unfortunately not all hospitals set women up to be able to allow this to unfold organically. Often this is really sped up and as mammals, the breast crawl, that first breastfeed, it actually puts an imprint in a baby's mind as to how they're supposed to breastfeed. And so while it doesn't mean that if it doesn't go well, it's beyond repair, but what it does mean is if you can let it happen, and this video is amazing and it shows a baby doing the full breast crawl and it shows you each step, and so then you know what to look for when your baby's doing it and you can help your baby have that time that they need to, to do that. And then, of course, the last video is, a, is more on the mechanics, on how positioning works, what's a great way for you to sit if you're having trouble, that it's going to give you tips on troubleshooting and all that sort of thing. So I really feel like the content is, is everything that you need before you start, but then the beauty of it is that you can go back. You've got lifetime access. So if you have your baby... And yeah, you're having those challenges with attachment or your nipples feeling a bit sore and damaged. You can be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? You can go back and rewatch anytime you need and you can watch it with your partner as well, which is great because mm-hmm. then if you're both have, having that understanding, you're, you're going to yeah go into your journey with both of you armed with that information as a collective. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, I just think having the access to be able to go back, I, I have to say like my breastfeeding journey was different with all mm-hmm. three of my mm-hmm. kids and I definitely... Had such an easy time first time round, but second time round, things were a lot, lot mm. different and both my second and third babies had tongue mm. ties. So, yeah, I think when you sort of, even for someone who's done it before, yeah. <laughs> it can be different. And so it's just so important to have access to good information and support. Mm. So what an amazing resource you have collated there. And thank you so much for offering that little discount. Yeah. Hopefully that's really helpful for mums to be out there. Um, so, yeah, so thanks so much, Amberly, for joining us. I will pop all of that information in the show notes and I'm sure I'll be harassing you again at some point soon to <laughs> chat to us further on the podcast yeah thanks so much for for joining yeah, us yeah my pleasure thank you and if I can help anyone I'm on Instagram my handle is maternal instincts by Amberly uh, or Facebook um, or you can yeah always search up um, my website which is maternal-instincts.com.au such a great chat with Amberly. She really does have such a unique service offering and you know, right now in the time that we're living in, being able to access support virtually is just, you know, it's such a blessing. So if you want to reach out to her, I will pop her Instagram handle and website in the show notes as well as a special uh, discount to her breastfeeding education series so you can click on the link in the show notes for that too if you're loving what you're listening to please shout us out with the hashtag mama matters we really want to get the uh, resources out to as many expecting and new mums as possible so give us a shout out take a screenshot if you're listening to the podcast and share it on your stories and we can't wait to continue to share the journey with you see you next time bye This episode is brought to you by Lenny Rose Active, Australian-owned, three-times mum and physiotherapist-designed luxe, active and technical wear for the pregnancy to motherhood journey. You can find us on 
lennyroseactive.com.au or on Instagram at lennyroseactive.